Hey, hey fam, I had to come back and share with you guys something that kind of dropped in my mind and I I didn't touch on it when I talked about the hang tight in COVID times and it just totally slipped my mind and I thought about it as I face welcoming students back to school as well. This edition, as you see from the title, is for my parents and for my educators. I want you guys to know that I understand your anxiety. I understand your fears. I understand that you returning to the classroom and students returning to the classroom and parents taking their students to return to the classroom is a big deal but I definitely wanted you to know that we care about you and we understand your anxiety and if I can share anything to help you through these times I will so that's why this one is here for my parents as you prepare and for some of you guys have already did this and I wish I know or knew a parent that had allowed their student back into school and what some of the things that they faced and had to overcome. Unfortunately, I don't. Most of the parents I know, students are either completely virtual or not going back this semester or this year. But for those of you that the ultimatum have come and you have to take your student back to school, I want you to know that hang in there even though it is difficult it will be okay take the fears and the anxiety that you have and you deal with and process your fears and anxiety first but I also want you to know that put your mind in a healthy space put your heart in a healthy place but I do recommend that you talk to your child before you release your child back to school because they feed off of our energy as parents. So if you're not feeling a certain way about this, it will also release those same fears on them. And it's not fair because we have the ability to process a lot different than our students. They can only process the right now and the what's in front of them we are processing right now tomorrow and thinking into the future they don't have the ability to do all of that they don't think past today they live in the right now so we have to embrace them where they are so parents address your fears before you share with your child what their expectations of are of you when you're talking about your fears and your anxiety, make sure that they're not present in the room. Make sure they're not present around. So while you're processing things, make sure they're not an element there to absorb your processing. Once you arrive and have processed your fears and got them to a healthy place, then that is a good time to go to them to talk about their fears and to talk with them about how you would like them to handle their fears and their anxiety and how you provide comfort for them. So those those two things are very, very essential, I believe, for this process to progress in a healthy way. 
the other thing that you want to do is you want to reiterate that you can only do so much that you're not superman and you're not superwoman because our kids think that nothing like we are it all like they think that you know we don't do no wrong we don't make mistakes and that's not true that's not true that's so far from the truth but they don't see that I remember my son I did something and he said oh mom I didn't I didn't think you you make mistakes or something he was much younger or he didn't think that I would do such a thing or whatever it was and at that time I had to immediately let him know first of all I'm human and I am subject to do things that you may not approve or you may disagree of, or you may not expect that I would do. I wanted, did not want him to put me on a pedestal where he thought that I was invincible or far from bad thoughts or things like that. And I am always raw and uncut in front of my kids so that they know when I'm working on something or when I'm asking them to do something, it's possibly something that I have worked on and have learned to manage and is learning to manage and still make mistakes even after I feel like I've accomplished it. So you don't want to do that. You want to put your expectations realistically for your child. Let your child know that he or she may return and feel good when they get out the car, but then may be overcome with some nervousness and tell them it's okay. Tell their teacher how they're feeling. Talk about their emotions, you know, with their friends and get it out until you can pick them up that afternoon. Some children are very overcome with their fears and their anxiety that sometimes they it is crippling they can't see past the fear they can't see past the anxiety and if you have a child like that hopefully you have already gotten that child help because COVID definitely would be a catalyst to seeing your child that struggles with fear and anxiety over the edge but hopefully you already know that so that you've already put the proper boundaries and you know things in place to help that student make a healthy transition the other thing that you want to do is you want to make sure that your student have a healthy lunch and have been having a healthy diet and usually they food come from us parents so we're the corporate if our students are not healthy on the inside because they're most of their primary meals are from their parent so you want to make sure that your your student meals are healthy. You want to make sure that their lunches are not filled with a whole bunch of sugary snacks. And if they have to have a little sweet treat, just save it for when they get home. Have them look forward to getting that when they get home, but minimize how much of it you give to them. And right now, you know, you want to bump up, you know, those healthy snacks, fruits and vegetables and, you know, high vitamin c and zinc and stuff like that everything that you would do in the normal flu season is what you want to incorporate in your students lunch now and moving forward you know until this virus is another virus on the shelf so you want to do that you want to give your child the best healthy fighting battle you can give them both physically and mentally so for parents, please do that and let and do know that we are here for you. We are praying for you that you get through this too. 
And for our educators, I definitely want to touch on this with you guys because it is so pivotal that you understand that these little bodies are coming in that classroom and they're coming in there with that same tenacity that they had on a regular day where they depending on you and they looking up to you and they wanting you to be everything that they're not and they're counting on your encouragement and love and caring and empathy and sympathy, all of that in one big ball and bundle so where mom drop them off it then turns into you and you switch over to all of those hats to help them with their fears and their anxiety same thing for you make sure that you're in a healthy place take a few minutes before you get ready for work to get in a very positive mindset, to see your day as complete, to see your day as finished, to see your day as successful. Even if it don't roll out the way that you planned it, it's okay. But at least plan for a healthy, successful day. Take your fears, put them away. Deal with your anxiety, put them away. You're an adult, you can manage yours a lot better because somebody's walking in that classroom and you're their only hope you're their only sign of peace and their return to school is saving their lives so they're counting on you to get them through the day and it's sad but it's true and i know that's a lot to ask of you guys but guess what you without a shadow of a doubt i'm sure Prior to going into education, you counted up the cost. And if you did not count that up in your cost, then maybe you should be looking in the mirror and say, this is not for me. Because those little babies did not ask for this virus. They did not ask for this level of fear. They did not ask for this level of anxiety. But they have been served this on their plate. And although we can't take this off of their plate, we as the adult in their lives can teach them how to take baby bites, small bites to process it, that they will get through it, that they will finish the course. That's where we come in. Just as we can't take it off of our plates, we can't take it off of their plates. So let's be helpers one to another. Don't get in a rah-rah group with your other co-workers about all of the anxiety and fears that you have and if I have 10 kids in my class and that's 10 times the opportunity for me to contract this by count up the cost and make the decision are you cut from the cloth to win the race Show up every day because you want to be there. If you don't want to be there, then look in the mirror and make a change. Do not take that toxicity to that classroom and sprew it on your students and sprew it amongst your co-workers. You're better than that. Look on the inside. Maybe this is a season that you change hats, that you pull another one out the bag. If you can't be your best, then change to where you can be your best. I want more for you and you want more for you. And maybe you have to walk away this season and come back another season. Maybe this is too much for you. And guess what? 
it's okay. It is okay. Put the pieces in place, make the changes that is necessary, and do what you need to do. There's no judgment here. There's only encouragement. And my encouragement is that you be the best. So for my educators, instructional assistants, teacher's assistants, cafeteria workers, whoever it is that tapped into this, that needed this message, put your best out there. Deal with your fears because somebody is counting on you. They're counting on your smiling eyes this time because they can't see your smiling lips. So they are counting on your eyes to look brighter than theirs. Remember, you may be the only hope that child ever see or know or meet. And you may be just what they need to keep going. So if you think about that in that sense, I know you can do it. A while back, maybe eight, I don't know if they even still do this, but I know that there was this thing in schools where they were calling it um, bucket fillers. And if they still doing it, Lord have mercy, but it's possible that it still exists and it's still out there. Fill someone bucket. Think of it that way, as simple as that sounds. But think of it as shedding kindness and love and peace. Be that for someone. And even if you feel like you can't, I assure you, you can. And what you are to someone else, someone else will be to you. So I had to share that and I just wanted you guys to know that I was thinking about you guys and I completely overlooked inserting a portion of the hang in there in COVID times segment. I forgot to add you guys in there, but I wanted to make sure you know that I cared and that I believe in you and that I wanted you to be encouraged. So for my educator educators, my parents, my instructional assistants, anybody that's in those fields, hang in there. This too shall pass. And until next time, continue disrupting your consciousness with good vibes and good intentions. You can do it. You can do it. I believe in you. And I will see you in the next segment. Have a great day.